If you can believe it, on this particular morning, my good fortune should cause me to encounter not one, not two, but four men, any of which in Hallmark world could have and should have led to a deeper, meaningful conversation, potentially evolving into a long-term relationship. Welcome back. You're listening to Coffee Break with Miss Debbie, and I'm Debbie Weens. I'm the author of Life in the Studio and Other Funny Things That Happened to Me, book and blog. And this is the podcast that was inspired by those two things. And today is our Hallmark Christmas edition. I happen to be a fan of Hallmark Christmas movies. Are they a bit unrealistic? Absolutely. But with all that we've been through in the year 2020, if I can take an hour or two and escape into a little pleasant scenario, I am all for it. We've just survived the year 2020 and we need some funny because 2020 has not been that. It's been a year of hard work, sacrifice, loss, readjustment, survival, but funny is not one of the words I would use to describe it. Unfortunately for most of us, our lives are less likened to a beautiful Hallmark movie and more similar to Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation. That happens to be one of my husband's very favorite movies, and my husband is Sparky. He likes to do Christmas really big. He has a big personality. He likes to decorate. And when he does so, it looks like Christmas may have vomited all over my house. I don't like it. And it's one of the things we disagree about in the Christmas season. But to each his own. A few miles away from where we live is a charming, enchanting Christmas village. It's actually just a small town, but they always do a great job of celebrating the holidays and decorating accordingly. And when I walk downtown in this area, I think they should just do a Christmas movie here. It's so charming. It just takes my breath away. So I enjoy going down there to walk or look in the windows of the stores, even just for an hour or two, to get away from home and get away from work for a while. And it's a wonderful respite. On this particular day, I decided I was going to create my own Hallmark movie starring myself. I've watched enough of them that I understand the basic storyline, so I was pretty confident that I could successfully complete the task. I started my day by dressing unrealistically fancy for my outing in a long white jacket and stilettos. But then I remembered that I'd probably have to walk a little bit farther than the 10 feet of a movie set and my ankles would start to hurt and I might slide on the ice so I nixed the stilettos and went for some comfortable boots. I do like white jackets, but the velvet jacket seemed a little much, and wisdom tells me that the 15-year-old puffy jacket would be the way to go. I planned to bring my dog along because I thought he could be a wonderful Christmas sidekick, perhaps an elf or a little reindeer. 
So I started to tie a giant red bow around his neck, imagining how he would walk right beside me and people would say, oh, what a sweet little reindeer you have. And ooh and ah, perhaps their eyes would fill with tears at how cute he was. But then I remembered, he's a 70-pound beefcake, not super well-behaved because he's only one year old, and he pulls the leash so hard that my arms hurt and sometimes I fall down. So I was thankful to not have the stilettos on, and I was thankful that I actually own one of those pokey collars. So I put that on his neck and put him in the back of the Explorer, and off we went. My first objective was to look adorable and innocent while I walked down Main Street, coincidentally running into a handsome young man who happened to be in between jobs and new in town, whom everyone would trust. The funny thing about Hallmark movies is everybody trusts everybody and there's no background checks involved. But my reality is that everybody needs a background check. To spark interest and get my storyline started, I am going to need to meet a stranger. And as my lucky day would have it, I actually met four men. Each one of them I'll tell you about in just a moment. But first, a quick stop at the coffee shop. Usually this would require a large mug of thick hot chocolate with lots of marshmallows, whipped cream, sprinkles, and other weird things stuck in the cup that the damsel in distress would carry up the street. So I settled for a coffee. The dog did not sit cutely waiting on the order to come out. Rather, he jumped up, put his front paws on the counter. I needed to pull him down. Luckily, the girl working there was very kind and she just giggled. Once I conquered the mission of getting my steaming delicious cup of coffee, my dog on the pokey collar leash, we headed down to the river walk. No sooner had I gotten there, but my first striding up more quickly than I expected. He was tall. He was dark. A little like Batman. Less in the venue of superhero, more leaning towards creepy. Long trench coat, flapping in the winds as he went along, creating wings. Doc Martens. He greeted me with a pleasant good morning. I greeted him back. His odor continued in the air as he passed on by, and I realized he may have just rolled out of a pile of wet leaves from which he was having a long winter's nap. I walked farther along and encountered a second gentleman. He looked at me, looked at my dog. I was ready for my compliment. He said, that's a handsome dog. Hmm. I said, thank you so much. But in truth, I do prefer a compliment to my dog over nice butt or something like that. I hadn't gone too far along the sidewalk when I encountered a third potential character in my movie. My dog was sniffing the sidewalk, picked up a bit of garbage, wanted to eat it. I had to quickly do the leave it, leave it. And the man sitting outside the saloon with the beer in his hand at 9.30 in the morning called out, damn kids. So far, no luck or success in the potential of having a deep and meaningful conversation with a perfect stranger 
that could potentially lead to a long-term relationship. But I'm feeling optimistic. Another great plot builder is when there are dogs involved. And as my luck would have it, I could see coming along the pathway another dog owner. I had my cup of coffee. I had my dog on a leash. He had a cup of coffee. He had his dog on a leash. He had another woman with him, but I was not to be deterred. According to my Hallmark history, there could be a turn of events. It could be a sister. It could be his friend who's trying to help him with his dating life. It could be his boss from work. I was not to assume that he was on a date or that was his girlfriend. The closer we got, the more my hopes were up. The dogs would touch noses and say good morning to each other. It would lead to a meaningful conversation between the owners. A great friendship would develop between the dogs. A long-lasting friendship would develop between the owners. My dog crouched on the side of the sidewalk, as he's in the habit of doing. It's so cute, most people think. I know that he's about to pounce. I tightened the leash. I put my feet on either side of his body. I called out ahead of time to the gentleman. I'm so sorry. I believe he's about to pounce. Sure enough, the dog pulled out from between my feet, started growling with the sound of Cujo, jumped up onto his back legs. I apologized to the owner, and we continued walking. The couple seemed in good spirits, and they giggled, and as dog owners, they understood but that connection I was looking for didn't happen. My last-ditch effort would be remembering that in so many movies, a woman would fall onto the sidewalk randomly in such a proximity to the handsome gentleman that would pull him down onto the sidewalk. They would awkwardly land on top of each other, close enough to kiss. And of course they wouldn't because they remembered that they only met five seconds ago. But we are in the year of the pandemic. We're all masking or wearing face shields. So if this were to happen to me, the masks would create an awkward wall. Well, it wasn't this morning, but it was sometime in the last few months while walking the dog. The dog did pull hard enough that I was knocked off my feet in the mud. You know how Hallmark movies always have beautiful snowstorms and they're building a snowman together? I live in the Pacific Northwest. We have mud. It's slippery. I was so distraught in that moment, I didn't even pick myself up. I let go of the leash and let him zoom, zoom, zoom while I sat in the mud, brown, black, soaked up to my bare butt. At no time, in any shape or form, Did a homeless man come out from behind a tree to assist me, offer a diamond ring with a wedding proposal, or even to say Merry Christmas? I drove home, the dog whining in the back crate of the vehicle, happily to be greeted by my loving, loyal, faithful, stable husband who does have a job of almost 30 years. And I'm reminded, faithfulness, loyalty, steadfastness, 
stubborn sticking to it is so much better than a three-week romance between Thanksgiving and Christmas, between two perfect strangers, without stable homes, and without a clear vision of the future. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have stable families. Pray a lot. Stick to it. You got to have grit. We can do it. It's the year 2020. We've survived this. We can survive so much more. Thank you.